0: Good day, everyone, and welcome to season three, episode five. Am I wrong? Yes,
1: yes, nailed it. <laughs> got it right. I miss, miss, missed a few uh, episodes and seasons there, but you got that one good. Yeah,
0: it's it's I don't know. It's the season finale of episode two, season four. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's actually in line with this, today's episode, which is called "Am I, Am I Wrong?" As well. Uh, in wrong. this case, you are yeah. not. You are right. I can take these off. See, just all took... the better
0: for seeing you. <laughs>
1: Aiden just took his tap off there for the listeners. Um, so, Aiden, we are drinking coffee, which is exciting, and I'm going to mispronounce the name. So I'll let you pronounce it.
0: No, go on, give it, a, give it a rattle there. Eh? Uh,
1: Jonas Freidel.
0: It's <laughs> an O, not an F.
1: Oh, Jonas Freidel. 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 Yeah. Okay. And this is an Austrian coffee roaster, which is gonna be the guest coffee being served in Kibben coffee. Aidan, tell me a little bit more about Kibben coffee.
0: Uh yeah, so I think were we talking about this in episode one, season three? <laughs> No, remember, no we didn't
1: because um we recorded it prior to you being open, so Yeah, but
0: <clears throat> I was talking about wanting to go back into business again. Yes. So and around that point I was uh looking for something to get up and running. And um there's this beautiful place up in Donegal that I actually well, I knew about it, but haven't been out in it too much of this place kinda called Garden Glen v. Churchill direction um if you're in, if you're right there anywhere um and there's a lake there called kibben um and last year a guy that we know was running um a little horse box out there mm-hmm. um and he's highly involved in the ga and this year he's taking on um good football so he doesn't have time to run it this year so he put up on on facebook um that he was put it up for lease and that was on a friday i went and looked at it on a sunday and by sunday evening i had the horse box back down to my home house um took the lease on it and then myself and yourself and my brother and our friends and that literally pulled the thing apart and stripped it down and painted it and we put a new countertop and um had contacted, well, had been in contact anyway with Belle Lee and Coffee Roasters in Ireland, who um, would be my go to coffee roasters. Um, got our machine in, got our grinder in, and we got it all turned around and back up within like a two week time frame, I think it was. Cool. Um, but so, yeah, so I'm up and running. I'm running my own business now for the season, uh, my own little coffee business for the season, which I'm absolutely very proud of to be honest um, and delighted with and it's been so long I should have been doing this (laughs) a long time ago Um, but yeah, I'm delighted with that so anyway, long story short actually not long story short so I have two grinders which means I can offer two roasts and the coffee that we're drinking this morning is from Jonas Reindel in Vienna and when I sold up the gym four years ago now I moved to Vienna and the next thing that I wanted to do after being in fitness was to go into coffee um, and when I'd gone over to Vienna um, prior to living there and um, we had stopped in this little coffee shop called Jonas Rindl um, and that was the first sort of specialty coffee shop that I'd stepped foot in so I applied to work there and Got the job, and then he went from coffee shop to coffee roaster. He started roasting his coffee. So it's the first roastery that I worked for. Um, And so our second guest roaster in Kibben this year is going to be from the first coffee roastery that I worked in in Vienna. Full circle. <laughs> That's actually a coffee roastery in the, <laughs> in the country. <laughs> it so much, yeah, yeah. Full circle. Conference. But I meant
1: as and you've come full circle. Um, that's very exciting I have been to Kibben Coffee on a number of occasions lovely coffee well worth checking out on Instagram and all them things you're on
0: yeah I guess that's probably check us out on Instagram Um, and also I'm not sure if I can do this I think I can do this but I'm going to um, I am going to so I'm going to get Jonas Randal in as our guest roaster I'm going to get in retail coffee from vienna which i'll be able to sell but i'm pretty sure i'm going to be able to sell it online too so anyone that's listening to this if you're somewhere else in ireland and you want coffee from vienna um if you go to Kibben coffee's instagram page shoot me a message and i should be able to post it out to you very good which is kind of cool isn't it yeah that is nice that was cool yeah spreading the coffee love around the country yeah definitely good And then if you're in Donegal, absolutely come drink coffee with myself and Stephen will more likely be there. there. (laughs) So that's a bit of background of the coffee that we're drinking today. Um, And then, so one of the things that I enjoy about having Kibben um, and being in in the industry in general is the conversations that you get to have with people, which has kind of sparked the podcast that we're going to... uh, talk about today
1: yeah so Aidan you spoke to me earlier about a a discussion you had with someone while working there and hence the name of this episode being am I wrong um so I'll let you explain a little bit more about what that means uh, and we'll let the discussion flow from there
0: yeah so um it was actually it was a supplier who was out one day and where the coffee cart is is it's rural, like it's not in a town center, it's not in a busy seaside town like Dunfanaghy. It's it's out kind of out there. And he's he was like, "Why did you pick this location?" And I was like, explained what I've explained to you. And we were talking about different locations, and we were talking about population, and we were talking about busy towns and quiet towns. And um, he says maybe you're looking at it all wrong. As if to say, like, maybe you should pick your location on how busy the town is going to be. Um, And then we, I think, you know, like, say, when you have a really good day and people have been really nice to you and, you know, or maybe you have a really good idea or something and people have been really encouraging to you and... But it's that one person that says something to you that maybe just sticks out a little bit like a sore thumb, mm-hmm. and that's the one that ruminates in your head. And he wasn't saying it in a bad way, but it was—it's one of those things now that's been in my head, and it's gone beyond business. It's just like everything in general, um, and I don't think you should question things all the time. Like I think you should just be and be happy with your decisions. Um, but. I think it is good to question sometimes and do you question, am I wrong? Like, am I looking at things wrong? Am I looking at the way I approach life wrong? Or am I looking... Or am I approaching nutrition wrong? Or am I approaching my studies wrong? Or anything like that there. So, his point was like, am I looking at it wrong? As in, have
1: I picked the wrong location? My... What he's probably thinking, and I'm just trying to get into his head here, is that your coffee... Is very good. And your knowledge and love for coffee. Is at a high level. Probably. A high level within. Definitely within the county. But in terms of like. Level of knowledge and. Love for it and desire. Probably on the higher end. Within the country. So i probably. He's probably looking around. And uh, when you say it's a rural part of Ireland. It really is like it's lovely. Beautiful. You could sit there. For hours which I often do But it is As some might say in the middle of nowhere So he's probably looking and thinking Why is this level of coffee And this guy with Such a love for it Why is he in the middle of nowhere And I have a feeling I know why you're in the middle of nowhere And why you're not Bringing that to Dublin or to A city or a bigger town But why do you think Oh, i want to hear your answer no, first No, no, no! <laughs> i can't be putting thing, things in your head
0: um well first of all i think that Donegal um and rural denigal actually deserves to have world-class coffee and i don't mean that i'm a world-class barista i mean that with the equipment and the level of roast that the stuff that I'm taking in, I think Donegal absolutely deserves to have that, whether it's rural or in a small seaside town or whatever. Um, I don't think you need to be. I know you don't need to be in Dublin to drink world class coffee, which you, everyone knows. Like Dublin is where you go for coffee. Yeah. Um, I think you can get great coffee everywhere in Ireland, and that's probably I've gone away learned about it, still learning about it and I think it's a great thing to bring it back to places like rural Ireland or rural Dinegal that like you can get this product up here um and you don't have to be in Dublin City to drink a really good product. And something's popping into my head here now. It's the the local pizzeria that we go to, um it's called the Rusty Oven and like they make all their sourdough from scratch and and there, there's been places that's tried to replicate it But they haven't And it is like I haven't got better pizza I would say Anywhere in Ireland I don't think I've got better pizza outside of Ireland Than these guys And I think that's amazing And it's in our locals, um seaside village <laughs> In so, so why do you need to go to Dublin to have really good pizza You don't You know Why do you need
1: to go to Dublin to have really good coffee You don't mm-hmm. You know I think I yeah 100% agree the pizza is delicious um, you just got me sidetracked now thinking about that pizza <laughs> kind of what it's also like half eight in the morning <laughs> half eight in the morning but god I'd love to go for one now um, I think that is an old school kind of way that people might have looked at it that you had to go to a big place to have high level of food and drink and stuff like that whereas people like yourself and like Johnny and Kitten them in the rusty oven And other businesses around here People are realising that There's a bit more of a balance here In Donegal So you can still Serve delicious High standard produce Be relatively busy Sometimes really busy Sometimes quiet But it seems like a balance of life Is a bit better here Am I right in saying that or am I wrong? I would say the balance isn't better here in the sense that I can
0: go from all or nothing to here very quick. Yeah. You know, because in the summertime here, it is sort of stand clear. But what I think is. I think, yeah, I you are. I think you were right in the sense of what he was saying, like you, you should be way busier for the level of, of what you're doing. But it's like for me to be way busier or for it to be like. Maybe serving, I don't know, say 200 cups a day. I need to be in a town or I need to be in a city. And then the flip side of that is, okay, yeah, you're serving way more coffee. You're probably making more money. But then you also have way higher rates, way higher rent. And you're probably absolutely stressed to the tilt. And hiring two, and, three people. Yeah, and trying to manage that. and um, And it's like the same difference it's a. have you ever heard that story of um the little fisherman that's sitting on the pier no and he's got a small little boat and then this businessman comes along one day and he's like you know if you put if you save the money from the fish that you got for a month you'd be able to buy yourself a bigger boat and the fisherman's like well why would i do that Well, the businessman says well you could go out then and you could catch more more uh fish more fish I w- what would be more shoals? No? More fish. And then you'd be able to like upgrade your boat and then you would be able to employ someone and then the little fisherman's like, Well, why would I do that? Well he says by the time you would get one person up and going, then you'd be able to get second person up and going, then you would have a trawler and so on and so forth. And the little fisherman's like, Well, why would I do that? And he says, Well then by the time in fifteen years time, you'd be able to sit and relax and the little fisherman's like yeah, but I'm doing that just now. <laughs> so why would I waste 15 years? Of high stress. Of highly stressed to sit and relax when I'm able to sit and relax just now. Um, So I don't know if that's the way I look at it. But anyway, that's the coffee conundrum at the moment. But how do you feel about asking the question of, am I wrong in other aspects of your life? Like say there's people now... Like I'm sure there's people in Dublin now or in the city now that are in good corporate jobs that are probably earning maybe 60, 70k a year. I'm just going to throw this out here, right? But they're like, from our point of view in rural Donegal, we're probably like, shit, like we're not going to be earning that probably ever, right? Not in Donegal, probably not. Not in denegal, But... They're probably crippled with rent and and living standards, right? Mm-hmm. So they're probably coming out with the same difference as we are, um, on a much lower salary, and but the price of living is down. So like, <clears throat> who is? I don't know if it's a matter of is it? Am I right or am I wrong? As much as it is of 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 looking at things that you're doing and and asking yourself if I'm wrong.
1: Well. I'm never wrong (laughs) (laughs) You ask anyone We know And they'll tell you That man's never wrong I know I think When we look at things like that There's no right, wrong There just is So for me When it comes to Stuff like that Like work and career And Where I live and stuff I ask myself the questions of What do I want And what's important to me so for me, I don't really care that much about money. I'm not driven by it as much as I love having it and spending it. It doesn't drive me. So that's how I look at it. So for me, I'm not basing decisions on that. What I do like is having time with friends, time to do this. Um, There's not many jobs that you could work that we could do this on a Wednesday morning at mm-hmm. half eight, nine o'clock you know, and also I like spend time with family, friends, <clears throat> and being able to, you know, do, go have a surf in the morning and not be stressed about having to be in an office at half eight or nine mm-hmm. o'clock, so for me, that worked for me. Yeah,
0: <clears throat> I forgot to, I see at the start of the episode, tend um, to just, our guest speaker today, <laughs> that we don't normally have a guest speaker on this episode, but we do, and it's Nasley Ned. Nasley Ned, you're very welcome to the show today. Thank you. Stephen
1: has gone today and Nasley Ned has stepped in. Nasley Ned is an expert in all things phlegm, Yeah. It's coffee. COVID. <laughs> no COVID, no. He is <laughs> yes, COVID uh, free. COVID free, but uh so look, I, I suppose there's I don't like saying I know it's called Am I Wrong, this podcast, but Everyone's so individual, so is this the right thing for me or is this the wrong thing for me? So if I, I know from experience of going and working in Dublin and trying to climb that ladder of kind of career and stuff that just doesn't suit me. And I know financially you'd be better off in Dublin in terms of what you earn, but what you spend is way higher. Mm -hmm. So I know as well from experience that I'm as financially stable in Donegal working less hours, living a pretty chilled life compared to working higher hours and being more stressed in Dublin. So if you're asking yourself, so even just a challenge to those listening, I mean, just have the simple thought process or write it down and just think, right, what do I want? Not about whether you're right or wrong, just be like, is this what I want? And if it is, great. Go for it. You know, some people love some people love the hustle and bustle of a city mm-hmm. and getting amongst it and fair play to them. I know now that I don't. So maybe it's something that worth asking yourself or thinking about even.
0: I I enjoy I when I go to Dublin I definitely enjoy the hustle and bustle. Um and when I lived in Vienna I also enjoyed it. But there is that side of me too that very much enjoys being in a horse box in a rural Donegal, um, but maybe it's not just about money or you know Dublin or Donegal. Like I had this other guy called up one day, and um, he was driving actually a really nice car, and I was like, "Oh, you like your beautiful car?" And he's like, "He's like, yeah." He's like, "I eventually had to buy one." He's like, "What I what he did for five years? This guy lived in Louth, Kenny, right? Ugh. Every weekend he." rented a car from Euro is it Eurocar? I think it's Eurocar. Yeah. For like two days or three days at the weekend because during the week he lived and worked in the same building. So he didn't need a car. And I guess this is sort of coming back to finance again, I guess, which I didn't want to come back to finance. But anyway, it's just a way of different way of looking at it. He didn't need a car during the week. And by renting a car at the weekend um, And he didn't need it every weekend as well. He just picked and chose when he needed. And he said it cost him about two or three grand a year to do that. Right. Whereas if he had a car the whole time, by the time he would pay tax, insurance and fuel all uh-huh. the time, it would cost him way, way more. And I was like, I was like holy shit. I was like, you had that well figured out. And I was like, are you normally like that with things? And he's like, no, not really. He said, but it just made sense for him. But eventually because of rent prices and stuff of cars now it's gone up and up and so he's had to buy a car or whatever but he's like for those five years he's probably saved a heap of money and i didn't want this i didn't want this to be about money um but i was like what a way to to look at it and it's like a great way to look at if you're in a city or something like that yeah i guess in city you do have those um cars that you can just scan now and jump in and go but um let's see if I can think of a better example of maybe even the way what's a better way of thinking am I wrong that's not around something like that
1: you look at, you mentioned about the rusty oven and you know they open full time summer and then part time outside of the summer three days a week or whatever and they probably have they probably have enough they would be busy enough to be open full time probably all year round and I had to chat with them before, and they're but, but why would we? They work, they work serious hours during the summer, super busy, and then the went yeah it is mayhem, mm-hmm. and then they ease off, and then they take even they close for a month or two, and looking at the outside, you're like God, why why are they closing? They could be still making so much more money. Again, come back to money, but that's what a lot of people might well,
0: look that's a at life, it. Uh, so it's a lifestyle business, I guess. Exactly, like, yeah. but.
1: The guys that own it surf a lot. So they go and surf waves in the winter and they just live chilled out. And, mm-hmm. you know, they could easily work more, make more money, but they're like, what, why? You know, they don't, mm-hmm. you know, and to be honest, like, the quality of that is so good that they could probably pop another one in Letterkenny or another town in Donegal or expand it. Mm-hmm. But they're never looking at that. They're just, mm-hmm. It's a bit like the fisherman kind of story. Mm-hmm. They're very content with the level that they're at, and I love that attitude to, and their business model because it's very much on their own, time Times. and terms, yeah. and they're very successful and they seem to have a good balance. And you know, is that right? Is that wrong? I don't know.
0: So I'm trying to get. I'm trying to come up with an example. Is not around. Finances, um, and and someone has said this to me before. It's like you know, even your train of thought, right? So we're sitting here now, and we're posing this question to ourselves: of Am I wrong? Some people don't think like that at all, right? They don't think about philosophy, or don't think about stoicism, or you know, they just. I don't know what they do, but a lot of people just don't think about it, right? And some people would say, "Why do you think like that?" Or you know, "Why do you question things?" Or "Why are you picking at things?" Or "Why are you uh-huh. thinking so much about something?" Um, and that's just who I like. I enjoy thinking, and I, I enjoy reflecting, and I, and I enjoy um dreaming I suppose about future and thinking about the past and stuff but like it takes up it takes up a lot of my time thinking takes up a lot of your time and emotional energy and so you know are you wrong am I wrong for doing something like that should I just be like should I just not care and just go with it or um, another good example now that's coming to my head is um eating and training, right we know that it's good for you and it it keeps you healthy and stuff but like i know loads of 30 year olds that don't track food or don't train and they look okay and seem to be relatively healthy you know so like am i wrong for doing that could i make my life a lot easier by not doing
1: that by not thinking so much about things or Uh you know so well in terms of some sort of training you'd be wrong to neglect that. I think coming from a health motion background, not about specific yeah. training. You don't have to train for anything specific, but being active, being active is always a good thing in terms of, well, it's funny. That's something that we've talked about before about tracking, <coughs> tracking calories and stuff. I don't really do that. I know you do. I don't feel the need to spend my time doing that. Um, so it doesn't mean that you're wrong to do it but if you're starting to question it and be like God I, I'm spending two hours a week doing this is, is it worth it? then if you're starting to question that then maybe it is wrong for you at that time so mm-hmm. maybe it's worth you know stepping back from it same as if you're if you're training for something specific and you're like oh actually this is taking a lot of time is there a better way to still be healthy without spending all those hours mm-hmm. in the gym or doing you know if you're running 20k three times a week you know if you still if you have that you're still being really healthy mm-hmm. and you might have more time for yourself so it's kind of like getting that balance of there's no right or wrong but if something is starting to bug you or annoy you then maybe it's wrong at that time so maybe it's worth sitting back and be like okay is this the right thing that i need right now you know what i mean i know what you mean but do you get the point?
0: I think what you're doing is you're picking at the specifics of what I'm saying rather than the conundrum of questioning how you do things. Maybe. Mm. As in? As in, okay, look, it, it it makes sense definitely to to be healthy. Maybe that wasn't a good example. Or like, I think it makes sense to have some sort of idea that you're not getting fat, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, But like, to be thinking a lot or to be thinking about philosophy or you could spend a lot less time on like them things take up a lot of energy to do that right yes you know and i i see other people know other people that that don't think like that and they seem to be getting on absolutely okay with life as well yeah You know, so is it like, am I wrong for pumping so much energy into other things?
1: I get what you mean. So,
0: take, and this is very stereotypical, right? Take a typical, say, farmer, right? Yeah. Absolutely, if they're dealing with animals or land, they're absolutely happy out. They're not. Maybe some of them are think about philosophy or whatever, like, but. And they're healthy and they're happy and they're getting on with things. So,
1: do they question what they're doing? I get what you mean. And then, even taking my mother, for example, right? Wouldn't be reading much about philosophy or stoicism or anything like that. But probably the most chilled out and relaxed person Mm -hmm. going to a certain extent. And sometimes she says stuff that I'm like, did you... Read that from like a, <laughs> a book about philosophy. And it's was like, ah, uh-huh, sure. you know, just a thought process. So, yeah. or the farmer, for example, there, them without even realizing being outside, being with animals and spending time in the land, there's a sense of philosophy in mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like a different do you type. Think,
0: do you think then for the for the farmer that there's just not an awareness there of why they're finding it so why Why they're so in love with it as such you yeah. know they're not questioning why they're in love with it maybe yeah um and then i guess maybe it's another thing like we're now in our 30s and it's probably a good time to question things because you sort of are setting yourself up for your life or how you want to live and where you want to live and how you want to do it so probably is a good time to be questioning things, and as I said at the start of the episode, like I don't think you always need to be questioning things. This is just one thing that somebody said to me
1: that kind of stood out like a sore, sore thumb, and I was like, "Ah, oh,
0: good point." You know, like fair play to you.
1: Do you think on another day and a different person had said the same thing, it might have went completely over your head?
0: Uh, probably, absolutely, yeah. But. I don't know. <clears throat> I think for the purposes of of this I think it was a good point that he had made and and has made me think about it and to answer his question I don't think I'm looking at it wrong right uh-huh. but and this is a conversation that we're going to get into about another topic but we're not going to do it about it now it's having the open-mindedness to actually take on his point right so and look at it and not just disregard it because I don't agree with it. Like, I yeah. I now still don't agree with it but I still give it some time and energy and threw it about in my head and played around with it and um, still come back with the same answer but
1: I didn't completely
0: disregard it.
1: Yeah, I think you talk or we talk about Jordan Peterson a lot and The Twelve Rules for Life and... I agree with a lot of it, disagree with a lot of it, but I think it's really important to read something like that. And I was just chatting to one of the lads I play football with about that this morning and he didn't agree with a lot of it, but did agree with some of it. Very similar to me. And I think it's important to push the boundaries a wee bit and read and listen to things that mm-hmm. you necessarily don't agree with. I think it's probably more important for developing yourself than constantly just agreeing and reading what suits your narrative you know what I mean two things
0: firstly I need to apologize for those phone calls that's my milkman man <laughs> looking to meet me but the second thing is when we were talking about this yesterday not many people are able to take on something that they don't agree with and hold that space so we are going to talk about this in another episode and that's kind of religion for yourself mm-hmm um, but it's still giving it the space to play around with it and hold it and give it some time and some attention and then see how you make your mind up on it again uh-huh. Um, which I did with this
1: question of, of am I wrong yeah I think you could nearly ask that question about almost every aspect mm-hmm. of your life in terms of job career education where you live Who your friends are, what activities you do on your own time, if you play sport, all those things. And it's something very hard to answer about all aspects and
0: it's not something I I, it's hard to answer, I guess, because people probably don't want to know the answer. (laughs) Possibly, yeah. You know, they really don't. Because you can be you can literally be so far down a wormhole. That like if you were starting to question what you're doing, you could unravel it for yourself and you could literally fall apart from it. You know, if if you had such a, a set belief in something or a way of life or that maybe, maybe deep, deep down, you know, wasn't right for you. And if you were to start to question it, you would, you would pull it apart and it could just absolutely unravel unravel everything and you don't want to do that and that makes sense right Mm -hmm. but you're probably building a life or something on foundations that aren't correct
1: possibly and some people might not quite ask that question but still be happy with the life they're leading without Mm -hmm. thinking too much about it and if that's the case then there's no reason why to question it are they wrong for not thinking about the life that there, <laughs> I,
0: I, is that a wrong thing to to keep your head in the sand and not to kind of pull up and and look around and understand why you are the way you are, what you're doing, the way you're doing it? Should you pull it apart, look at it, and then put it back together and give me? Yeah, you know what, I am happy with the way I am. Should, or or do you just keep your head in the sand and and <laughs> excuse, ball on with it. <laughs> And not pay attention to what you're doing or why you're
1: well, doing Well that is the easy thing to do is not question it. The difficult thing is asking yourself those questions and I don't know what there there is no right or wrong answer, <laughs> isn't there? <laughs> We're going to get around in circles now leave it, but I think I ask myself them questions about a lot of aspects of my life. And there's some things I question a lot, like okay I'm going to be I'm going to be that person right oh God.
0: why do you always question things why can't you just why don't you just relax to
1: even be normal why do you always question things Um, you said normal That define normal to me <laughs> no. <laughs> but that's the way I look at yeah. it is, um, I could easily just plow on <laughs> so many farming references mm-hmm. it's great Um, but I like seeing how things work uh, I like seeing how people think How their minds work How they decide to do what they do More so than what they're doing mm-hmm. And I think it You develop Or have great conversations when you do that With both yourself and with Friends or colleagues when you ask them type of questions So why Am I not normal? Is that what you're asking? No, but why like am I um, thinking about these why things. Why are you?
0: Why why do you question things?
1: You I know? question them. I Question things with myself to try be the best version of myself, and to try lead the best life that I can lead. And I feel if I don't question them, I suffer. Okay. It's not about anyone else. So this is completely, yeah. in terms of looking inwards I want to be the best version of me and I want to make sure that I can do that that's pretty much how it all boils down in the end for me
0: for me I question because I want to understand and I think I might have said this before on a couple of other podcasts you know with the journaling or therapy or whatever it is I want to understand why I am the way I am I want to understand why I think the way I think and then when I do have those cold sweat moments or those those moments where I'm questioning myself, I'm like, you are the way you are because of this yeah. or because of that or because this is ho- what you believe in and this is what you think in. And then I can be rest assured that I have done the work yeah. and understand better. And I think when I understand more, then I can relax more. I don't have to be so worried about well, why did you do something a certain way? Or why did you not do something a certain way? It's like, well, I didn't do it because da, 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 da. Yeah, that's uh, why I question things. And that's why I think about things and it helps me
1: stay more relaxed. Yeah. And it's comfortable with knowing myself, I guess. Yeah. And it's something that I'd encourage, mm-hmm. but also nearly advise to be wary that you can unravel things. Mm-hmm. And but the truth will prevail
0: eventually i I think if you don't if you as Peterson says like if you don't go to the belly of the beast it's going to swallow you anyway you know yeah so why not go there first and understand maybe if maybe you can catch it before you're too far down the rabbit hole and unravel it for yourself and put it back together for yourself again because i think if you keep things in the fog it's going to catch you somewhere and you could be way further down the line and maybe at that stage you have a whole other... It might not be so easy to backtrack.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I get that, I suppose, whereas I'm on in the side of caution would be the two of us have gone to counsellors before and seek professional help. If someone starts unravelling things, they might need it. Mm -hmm. So it's just that type of caution is all I would stress that... um, yeah That that you'd be wary That things might Become difficult And that help might be needed And if so Seek the help yeah. um, And I suppose we're in a position Where we've been Lucky to have that mm-hmm. And have the help of friends as well And being able to Have the chats that we have I mean yeah. we're recording 40, 45 minutes But we chat for hours and hours At a yeah. time So having that friend Or that person You know Can also help um, So to round things up (laughs) (coughs) we've gone around in circles and circles i enjoy asking myself am i wrong am i right is this good for me is this gonna better me and i suggest and advise people to potentially do the same for themselves maybe let us know if anything has come to the fore for yourselves um, you will always find us on at Soul Brew Podcast on mm-hmm. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook Gmail all of those and also we have been reading The Alchemist, well I've read The Alchemist Aiden is slowly reading The Alchemist which we'll be talking about in two weeks time Um, hopefully you'll join in and reading that and we'll dive deep into the thought process of it and Aiden, any final words?
0: No, no final words. Uh, I gotta go meet my milkman very quickly. (laughs) Get ready to open up tomorrow. Um, No, I was listening to a podcast yesterday, um, The Minimalists, and they had a lovely sign off, and it was love people and new things because the opposite never works.